Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Slade, the Buffyverse Revisited. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. And this week, we will be skateboarding into Season 2, Episode 20, Go Fish. Skateboarding into, like, Tony Hawk doing flip kip kicks off of ramps. That's easy for you to say. Um, <laughs> James, I have one question for you. Um, seven and a half inches. Whoa, that wasn't it. Um, oh. I was just going to simply say, do you have any kings? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, well, your response is supposed to be no, go fish. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, after, literally after I said no, uh, but it was after I said no, but, uh, not before you started talking again, I was like, I should have said no, go fish. Yes, so that would have been. I got the. I caught the joke a minute, just like a second too late. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, you know, some mm. some it's minds. Been a long some day. minds aren't as sharp as others. You know, I mean, it's you know. It's been a long day. Okay, <laughs> How, how's your week been? Eh, not too bad. How about yours? Not bad. Um, not bad at all, actually. Uh, as we record this, yesterday was my boyth day. Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You're, you're 73? 74. 74. 74. Okay. And, yeah, I'm looking into retirement communities as we speak. Okay. okay. And um, hoping to find one that has a lot of bridge playing mm-hmm. and pinochle. Okay. So. Bridge and pinochle? Okay. Yes. Uh, do you already know how to play bridge and pinochle, or will you be having to learn once you get there? Well, no. See, once you hit once you hit 70, you automatically know how to. It's like it unlocks. That was actually going to be my follow-up question, yeah. or did, is that just something that automatically unlocks within you when you hit a certain age? Yeah, it's just like unlocking an achievement in a game or something. You hit a certain level, and pow, you okay. now have those powers. Okay. All right. So, awesome. um, do we have anything to discuss? Did we, have we had any communications from anyone? Um, we have not. Okay. okay. We have not. Not at all but, surprised. But um, Screen Rant, uh-huh. uh, I don't know if anyone's familiar with that they are a, um, or I'm sorry, not Screen Rant, Slash Film. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, uh they are a TV, movie, pop culture website. Okay. And uh, this past week, they released a ranking. They released an article. It's every main character in Buffy the Vampire Slayer ranked. Okay. And they ranked 12 main characters from Buffy the Vampire Slayer from worst to best. Uh, why they only did 12, I don't know, because... As you know, Jeremy, because I gave you the list to get your ranking, mm-hmm. um, they left some characters off the list that, in my opinion, definitely should have been on there. Wesley, Faith. I um, guess, I, yeah, Faith, definitely, definitely Faith. I guess maybe Wesley was left off because he he was just so much a bigger part of, of Angel than he ever was uh, Buffy. Maybe that's why. Right. But Faith absolutely should have been part of it. Because as of yeah. season, spoilers, as of season three, she becomes a very huge part of this franchise. Right, right. So. Um, yeah, so they 
they put out that article, which I will put a link to um, uh, in our YouTube video. I don't know if you have the ability to uh, link that in our uh, our uploads on for the podcast. I certainly do. But, all right. Well, I will send you that link to link to the article, and uh, um, everyone can feel free and go look at their list um, and see why they ranked uh, the characters the way they did. Um, there's there's literally no criteria given in the preamble to this ranking, um, but uh, or as to why they ranked them the way they did. Uh, or what criteria they criteria they were using, mm-hmm. um, but they do discuss it a little bit in in each each ranking. I'm not going to get into that. Everyone can go read the article on their own. But I did think it would be uh, fun to look at their ranking and compare it to ours. Okay. So what I will do is I will go down the list. There's as worst to best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give you their their character in each spot. And why don't you tell me uh, yours? And I will do the same. Okay. All right. At number 12. So this would be they, the worst. This would be the worst. Okay. So at number 12, they have Angel. What? Yes. What kind of stupid... Okay, this article's already stupid, and I have no respect for it. Everyone should go to this article and comment to this author that they should never write another article about pop culture. How could you possibly put Angel as the worst character? I have no idea. Like I said, there's there's no... They don't, they don't give any explanation as to what the criteria for their rankings were. Or anything. I mean, so. the worst character on their list sticks out like a sore dick to me. Um, well, we might have differing opinions on that, but why don't you go ahead and tell me who your number 12 is? Riley. <laughs> I mean, there's okay. just, it's it's so duh. Um, mine is Xander. Well, <laughs> see, I think Xander... I would say starting around season four, maybe late season three, I think he really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He he, he improves drastically, and he be, I think he becomes a pretty integral part and way less of a Joss Wheaton, uh, <laughs> you know, personification. Right. So, um, I did. There was a um, there was a third party uh, entry into this too. Uh, so I'm also going to give her rankings. Okay. Uh, um, her number twelve was Anya. Uh, what the? Okay, these two <laughs> people have never watched the Buffy verse apparently, or maybe they've watched like five or six episodes. You know, or uh, uh, Anya was an awesome. Uh, we haven't met Anya yet uh, in our in our revisitations here, but uh, Anya's an awesome character. Okay, at number 11, Slash Film has Oz. Fuck right off. What are they going to do? Who's who's number t- the, the third worst? A Buffy herself? I mean, <laughs> fuck right off. This this guy or girl is an idiot. Um, Who is your second worst? Uh, my, num- my number 11 and uh, the other person who participated in this... Um, 
Rob's number 11 are both Riley. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I forgot you guys didn't do Riley. My, my 11 is uh, definitely Dawn. Dawn? Yeah, okay. it's just which another character we've yet to meet uh, here on our revisitation. But, um, right. yeah, never got into that whole, that whole thing. We won't spoil it, but... No. Okay. Uh, slash Films number 10 mm-hmm. is Dawn. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's your number 10, Jeremy? It, this is tough. I had to put Anya at 10 because I'm having to go up the line. Of, like, I like all these characters that are left. Those those two that I've named, bleh, right. could if they never existed, it wouldn't have bothered me. But the rest of these 10 characters I, I like or love, and mm-hmm. so I'm just going to have to rank them in order of, I guess, how much I love them. So I'll, I'll have to go with Anya on that one. Okay. Um, uh, my number 10 and the other person that participated in this, um, uh, her number 10 was the same, and it was also Dawn. Okay. Um, their number nine mm-hmm. slash films is Tara. Yep, that was that's going to be my next one's Tara. That seems okay. That seems across the board because mine definitely and, not a bad character. Very good character. No, no, because um, my number nine and the other person that participated in this, her number nine, was also Tara. Okay, so we're all agree- on agreement there. We are. Slash Films number eight, Xander. That I was going to go Xander next. Okay, Xander number eight. Yeah. Um, the third person who participated in this, uh, her number eight was Oz. Okay. Uh, my number eight is Spike. Oh fuck you! Get out of this podcast right now. <laughs> you are fired, sir. You you clean out your desk and 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 turn in your badge at the security station. All right. Um, slash films number seven, and this is disgusting that they made it this high on the list. Mm-hmm. Riley Finn. Oh fuck! See, this person's never watched this fucking show. <laughs> Uh, mine. What what'd you say? It's number seven, right? Yeah, yeah. My number seven is Oz. Okay. And he would have been higher because I love Seth Green and I loved the character of Oz. He would have been higher in my list if it weren't for the fact that he's not around much longer. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> you know. Um. So my number seven was Cordelia. Okay. And the other person who participated in this, her number seven was Willow. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hold on. Slash Films number six was Willow. Okay. Who's your number six? Uh, mine would be Cordy. Okay. Um. My number six was Willow. Okay. And the other person who participated in this, her number six was Cordelia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, I think this third party person 
has done way more watching of the Buffy verse than the person who actually wrote this fucking article. <laughs> they they have a lot better taste. Um, slash films number five mm-hmm. is Cordelia. Okay. Uh, who's your number five? Ooh, this is tough. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to go Giles. Giles. I want to put him higher, but you know you've only got so many slots, so I'll I'll have to go Giles. Right. Um, our third party participant, her number five was Angel. <laughs> Who goes on to get his own fucking show, <laughs> and she gives she puts him at five. So yeah, I don't know. She she that's a swing and a miss there. And mine was. Um, I lost my list, and now I don't remember. <laughs> Lol. Um, so moving on. Well, you got Spike, Buffy, Angel, Giles. Oh, they must have been Spike then. Okay. No, you said that last. No, no, no. I said Spike. You know, I said Spike. Spike made number nine for me. Yeah, Spike was way back. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I remember who my top three were, so... Well, yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty obvious. Um, Let's just go to the top so, three. Who, who's your number who, Who's your number one character, James? Sla- hold, well, let's finish this. Right, Slash right. 4 Films number four was Giles. Okay. Who, who's yours? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't put numbers next to them. Who, am I, who have I not said? I got my top three. Uh, uh, did I say Tara? No, Willow. Willow. I'm sorry, Willow. Okay, Willow. Yep. Um. Uh. Anya was my uh number four. I can see that she's a good character. Um, number three for slash film was Anya. Okay. Uh, who is yours? For me, number three is going to be Angel. Okay. Uh, for me, number three was also Angel. Okay. Uh, number two. Honestly, I thought you would have Angel higher. Um, did you? Yeah, I really did. Um, and our third party participants, number three was Xander. <laughs> oh, God. I know. I know. Okay. Slash Films number two was Spike. Mm-hmm. Mine was Giles. Uh-huh. And our th- our third-party participants was also Giles. Okay, and this is and, what? Num- place number two? Number two, yep. Yeah, mine would be uh, Buffy. Okay. And number one mm-hmm. on Slash Films list was, of course, Buffy herself. For me, it's Spike. Of course it is. For <laughs> for myself and our third party participant, it was also Buffy. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, yeah. Some of those rankings on Slash Film. Yeah, uh, Slash yeah. Films is. It's like yeah. they knew. Okay, we got to put Buffy as number one because it's her show, and right. then we'll just mix up the rest because we don't know these characters. Let's just you right. know because this doesn't seem like. So I'll be when I when I decided to rank them, um, I did it I did it best to worst, which obviously it's the same. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but I will admit that I right away I was like Buffy has to be number one. It's her fucking show. Like, 
Uh, kind of like kind of the same reason why all the way back in season one, I gave Welcome to the Hellmouth a five. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's the first episode, you know. I've never, I've never bought into the notion that you have to, you have to love the main character of the sh- of a certain show the most because it's like about them. I've, you know, right. I mean, my other favorite show is Highlander, and who's my favorite character on that, James? Mythos, exactly. Not the Highlander. Who would, who would also make number nine on my list of Fuck. worst Highlander characters? Fucked everything about you, <laughs> and shut your whole entire face. <laughs> All right, so that does it for that. Um, like I said before, there'll be a link in, in uh, uh, the YouTube video and uh, um, our Facebook and Twitter post uh, about this episode, and Jeremy will put the link out um, wherever podcasts are found, um, and uh, you guys can read their article. Uh, and we also invite you to give us your own ranking of characters uh, best to worst or worst to best um, from the entire Buffyverse. You don't have to limit it just to um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because if they hadn't, if they had included Wesley and Faith on this list, my my top five would have been would have been Buffy, uh, Giles, Angel, Faith, Wesley. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know how my top five would have changed. Those two wouldn't make my top five, but but the, no. my six to twelve definitely would have changed up. Um, so so yeah, so just uh, thought I'd add a little bit of a little bit of funsies to the podcast this week with funsies. That. Um, so but now, how about Jeremy? Mm-hmm. If I fry you up, okay, in a nice peanut oil, okay. Some tasty mm-hmm. dates and deets. What if I have a severe peanut allergy? I'll use avocado oil. What if I have severe avocado allergy? I'll use extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, why don't you fry me up some of those dates and delicious, delicious deets? As previously stated, we are skateboarding into Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2, Episode 20, the 32nd episode of the series overall, Go Fish. Our episode director this week is David Semmel, and our episode-credited writers are David Fury and Eileen Ellen Hampton, uh, who happen to be married. They are married and frequent writing uh, collaborators. And this also does mark our um, first episode written by David Fury, who would go on to become uh, one of the more prolific and popular writers for uh, and in the Buffyverse, um, which I just to sidetrack a minute here, um, uh, get your opinion too, Jeremy. I think I think shows reach a whole different level of relevance. Um, uh, fan wise um and pop culture wise when people bother to learn who's working behind the scenes on the show writers directors all that kind of stuff it seems to me that all the fandoms i've seen the the few i've been a part of that's been a big thing with us is is knowing who's writing you know our favorite episodes and who's you know who's directing those um, what do you think? I agree. And a lot of times when you really get to know the writers well, you can almost, you can just go about five to ten minutes into an episode 
and be like, ah, this is written by so-and-so. I bet anything. You right. know, David Abramowitz for our other show, Highlander, that we love. Um, I could just I could just tell an Abramowitz script, uh, an episode as soon as it started, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. directing-wise, sometimes that's hard. I know Dennis Barry from our show we loved, uh, you, could, you could spot him a mile away because he liked to use a lot of smoke. Yeah. And uh, yeah. stuff like that. But um, right. th- definitely, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we'll just, we'll just put it, we'll just say yeah. <laughs> our original <laughs> our original air date was May 5th, 1998 on the now defunct WB Network. Our regular cast, as always, includes Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy, Nicholas Brendan as Xander, Allison Hannigan as Willow, Charisma Carpenter as Cordelia, David Boreanaz as Angel, and Anthony Stewart Head as Giles. Our guest stars this week include... Jeremy Vincent Garrett as Cameron, Wentworth Miller as Gage, Danny Strong as Jonathan, Jake Patelis as Dodd, Shane West as Sean, Conchata Farrell as Nurse Greenlee, Charles Cyphers as Coach Marin, and Armin Shimmerman as Principal Snyder. And people may recognize quite a few names from that list. We've got Wentworth Miller, uh, who went on to be the star of Fox's Prison Break, which ran for... Uh, four seasons, I think it was. Way too long, yeah. Um, How do you break he, out of a prison for four seasons? That's all I want to know. Uh, it was a different prison each season. Oh. Um, uh, he also went on to play uh, um, Captain Cold on The Flash uh, and its spinoff series, um, uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Very popular character. Um, that no one the, saw because no one cares. In the Arrowverse. Uh, no one likes the Arrowverse. That is not true. Or the DCEU in general. Uh, the DCEU, I would, yeah, I would agree with that. The Arrowverse, however, is very popular um, for the years that it has been on. Uh, Shane West, also a very recognizable name in our in our guest cast this week, uh, as well as Conchata Farrell, who most people will probably remember as um, the housekeeper on Two and a Half Men. Yeah, real um, quick, who, who who'd you say Shane West? You, Shane West, yes. Uh, who who did he play in this? Uh, he played Sean. Okay, and where's he from? Uh, let's see. I do happen to have his IMDb right here. I bookmarked it. I didn't Let mean. Me I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I just. No, no, no. I thought fine. you like literally knew him and were like, "Oh, I know him," because he, I, he didn't look familiar to me at all. Um, let's see. He was in. Uh, let's see if I can find some of the more uh, popular stuff. He was uh, on Gotham for four episodes. Um, no one he was on that. He was on the. That was such a hugely popular show, dude. Oh, uh, I didn't watch it. I couldn't get into it, and I'm a huge Batman fan. But yeah. it was very. Popular. Yeah, who wants to watch Batman as a little boy? Um, I mean, come. On, that's like watching Superman. That's like watching Smallville. Who the fuck cared? Smallville was phenomenal. Okay. Smallville was such a great show. Okay. Um, huge fan following for Smallville. Uh, he was on the show Salem. Fifty people. Um, Salem, Salem, Salem. He was also on uh, Nikita. Is that um, a was that a reboot of La Femme Nikita, which itself was a reboot? It was, yes. Okay. 
Okay, uh, I mean, I, I, you don't have to. I didn't mean to put you on the spot or anything. I just, no, 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 that's fine. He was on ER. He he played Tom Sawyer in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, oh, I love that movie. He was. The, I thought that movie was, got such a bad rap. League of Extraordinary. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that I movie. Agree that too. movie was good. Um, he was the male lead to um, uh, Mandy Moore in A Walk to Remember. Um, I don't even know who Mandy Moore is. Um, so, so basically, yeah, this was, was like his he, springboard. Buffy, uh, Buffy, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he yeah. had he had a, a lot of gigs before that, but this is definitely one of his early early things before he made it kind of in, as a recognizable name. I feel like this is one of Whitworth Miller's first things is, too, because he is, is his, not a very good actor in this. In this, this is this is his first screen credit. Oh, okay. Well, it makes sense because, like I said, I he just did not come across as very comfortable yeah. in front of the camera. Let's put it that way. Um, our episode synopsis this week reads: Xander goes undercover as a swimmer to help Buffy net a sea monster that's been dispatching the members of the school swim team one by one. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, he doesn't go undercover till like the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> like they act like that's one of the like the key aspects of this. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, mine reads quite simply. Members of the Sunnydale swim team are killed by a guild monster of unknown origins. Again, um, you know, it's it's probably more accurate than the one I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you take us into that uh, sweet cold open, James? So we open up at the beach. It's nighttime, and the Sunnydale High swim team are celebrating their latest victory while. Uh, our trio of Xander and uh, Cordelia and Willow are warming themselves by by a small bonfire. Um, and Xander's complaining about the swim team uh, having a celebration and and uh, why is it such a big deal? He's also complaining about it being cold, which I have to wonder to Californians what constitutes cold. I think anything. Be- I think like anything below seventy, because it was sixty degrees here today, and I was freezing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was here too. Um, or I'm not freezing. It was it was nice here, um, but uh, and uh, we pan away from them, and we see that they are they are continuing a streak of being like the three worst friends Buffy could possibly have because Buffy is sulking all by herself over on a rock staring out at the, (laughs) I wondered the the same thing. I was like, why is no, none of her friends with her? Like, and, uh, um, this dude, Cameron, um, a member of the swim team comes up to Buffy and he starts spouting off about, the majesty of the ocean and all this gibberish gobbledygook that made no fucking sense whatsoever. Now you know how Um, I feel about Drusilla. (laughs) And, uh, um, you know, Buffy kind of tries to, you know, shy him away a little bit. And he says, he's just looking to talk to her. And, you know, he likes hanging out with her. And I'm like, what? 
how do you know this? Like you, like this yeah, he's is like, the first I just time like, we've ever fucking seen you. <laughs> he's like, I just like, like being around you, and I'm like, what? You've been around her right. for the last fourteen seconds. Right. I'm like, what? What is it? Yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try that next time. I'm just gonna walk up to some random woman in the grocery store and spout some gobbledygook about avocados being true mothers birthing and devouring their young or whatever the fuck this Jamook said. And then when she like tries to make me go away, I'm going to be like, no, I just no pressure. I just like hanging out with you. I just really like, I just really like being around you. Right. Like what? Come on. This is the, this is the problem with with television shows in general is they, they have to introduce characters that we have they have to try and get us slightly invested in in a very short period of time and f- it doesn't always work <laughs> well i'll never forget the mind fuck i had when uh, they introduced dawn to this show <laughs> right, Beca- right. Uh, that i think the entire fandom for that that hour-long episode was like what in the fuck is happening and why is no one talking about this <laughs> yes um so as that's going on, uh, our good friend Jonathan is being dunked in a bucket of uh, what appears to be ice ice water by members of the swim team. And why do Buffy they just for- why do they just have a pail of ice water with them? Who the fuck knows, Jeremy? <laughs> I mean, it's literally just there. <laughs> and the I was knows? like, what the fuck is, where does this come from? Who the fuck knows? Let's go to a party why- on the beach and we'll bring a pail of ice water with us. Why are Xander and Willow letting their BFF Buffy sulk by herself <laughs> yeah. over on a rock? And they're just like, and they're like staring at her from the fire and like talking shit, right? You know, like, like look at her over there all by her. herself paying, being unhappy. <laughs> they're not even paying. They're paying no fucking attention to her. Like, <sighs> they're such bad friends. <laughs> um. So yeah, she. Buffy saves Jonathan and scares off the two swim team members that were bullying him. And Jonathan's not happy about it. And he's it's all like, leave me alone. I can handle it myself. Yada, yada. Um, and it's so, like, no, 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 no. Clearly you can't. Right. They were literally just drowning you, literally <laughs> drowning you. And you couldn't right. stop them. <laughs> right. So these two bullies are Dodd and Gage, and and uh, they Which, they who the fuck came up with these names in this episode? I had a problem with all three of these the the main guys' names: Dodd, same, Gage, and Cam. The same people what? that named their kids Caden and yeah, and Jaden and, and Zayden and Frayden and Layden and Hayden. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 and um, Anastasia and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Alexa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they walk off and they're muttering about how weird Buffy is and this and that. And um, Dodd stops and Gage keeps walking. And which like, really quick this- is is? Do you happen to know? And I'm not saying this in a joking way. Is Dodd short for something? Uh, not that I could. Not that I could find. So it's just D O double D. That's a name. D-O-double-D. That is not a name I have ever heard before or since this episode. No. Dodd. Uh, no. Um, until I turned on closed captioning, I thought his name was Todd. 
Oh yeah, I always huh. I learned after like midway through the first season to always have closed captioning on because things will be said and I will have and otherwise I would have to backtrack like sixty times and being like, what the fuck did he just say or she say? You know. So yeah, I, I saw the dot and I was like, is that like short for Dodd Ganaham or something? I mean, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> Mrs. Smith, what are we putting on the baby's birth certificate? Dottingham. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, she just threw up some alphabet soup, and that was the name. I don't know. Dodd. I've right. So the they're walking, and Dodd stops, and Gage keeps walking, and he. Uh, smells something uh really awful and um stops briefly but then um kind of keeps going on and um, no he doesn't though that's the fucked up part this fucked me up because okay those two were supposed to be going down to the water to have a Mm -hmm. quote swim to cool off right Mm -hmm. So they're right. walking that direction, and then the one stops, and then the other one gets the horrible smell. But then he turns around and walks back to the group of people, like where the, you know where the where the kids. Oh, were. you're right. He does. And I'm like, why right. did he do that? And right. and then the other one's just gone. <laughs> right. Um. But as Gage is walking away, we um. Uh, we eventually pan to Dodd's. Uh, meat suit laying on the beach, um, literally, literally just his flesh and mm-hmm. his clothes. Yeah, um, and, and he had this the, really, really lame tattoo on his shoulder that Buffy had already remarked on, and and you can see they yeah. they make sure that you see that on the flesh suit so that you yeah, know it's, it's a, his it's, it's his uh, flesh. It's a shark tattoo, but it's really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the in the background of the scene, we see some weird creature skulking away into a nearby sewer drain, and that is our cold open. Yeah. Um, at this point in the episode, and in, in, in my rewatching, I was like, "Okay, I don't know anything. I don't know what's happening right now." <laughs> like you're just like, "What? Okay." So anyway. We uh, cut into computer class, and um, again, Willow, the unpaid high school student, is um, <laughs> is still teaching the class. I gotta give them credit though; like they're following through with this. Oh yeah, they're balls deep in the into it at this point because, uh, as we find out um, in this same scene. Um, and, and and let's make note that the teachers union union has no problem with the student uh, taking taking on a position that could be filled by a qualified teacher. Um, if like if anyone outside of Sunnydale School like even knows about this, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so she's teaching and and she's got the class making pie charts and. Um, uh, uh, she's walking around looking, telling everybody, you know, good job. And Gage is just sitting there playing solitaire. <laughs> and uh, and somehow or another on his Windows 3.1 machine, 
He has gotten the cards to have, quote, naked ladies on them, according to Willow. And I'm like, yeah, that didn't exist. Um, so class bell ring, class ends. Everybody leaves. As they're leaving, Principal Snyder comes in, and um, he's basically kissing Gage's ass. He, he has a mouthful of Gage's testicles right now. Because I, before you go on, I just want to I just briefly back up to real quick this confrontation between Gage and Willow. Mm-hmm. Like Gage could give two fucks. Yeah, he doesn't give a flying he, fuck knuckle. And like and we're kind of like in my opinion, we're supposed to kind of like like be on Willow's side here. Like mm-hmm. like why like Gage is being a real dick to her. But of course he's being a dick to her. She's not a fucking teacher. <laughs> yeah, she's just a snotty, ass-kissing fucking teacher's pet who got to become teacher because their teacher was murdered in school. Right. Yeah, right. because I, I pretty much would have been the same way and been like, fuck, you're not my teacher. Fuck off. Right. I would have been like, fuck you, Rosenberg. What yeah. authority do you have over me? <laughs> right. I've known you since fucking kindergarten. You you don't get to tell me what to do, you fucking bitch. But anyway, uh, so Snyder is kissing Gage's ass because, you know, he's like the star swimmer guy. And we come to find out that the swim team is a big deal this year at school because they've been doing really well and they're going to – and they're um, – what are they up for? It's, it's, it's the state. It's state, state championships, right? State championships, yep. So he – well, first he starts by telling Will, asking Willow – or he tells her that, that, that they're having trouble finding a permanent um, replacement for Mrs. Cal- Miss Calendar um, due to it being so late in the term. And I'm like, no, no, that's not a thing. No, there are people out there who were who, who substitutes – uh, professionally, right. that, that's right. it's not they, a thing. They could have had a substitute th- the the next very next day, day after Miss Calendar's the, head was twisted off of her body. Her they could body have had would, <laughs> her body wouldn't have even been cold yet. Yes, they could have had a, a sub, a permanent sub for the rest of the year, and that person would have in, been more than happy to take it on and be like, "Oh right. fuck yeah, f- uh, three more months of guaranteed pay." Right. Fucking right. right, I'll take it. Damn right. But no, they're having trouble finding someone this late in the term. Um and the fact that the last the fact that the teacher they were replacing was brutally murdered in the school <laughs> yeah. would not would not have no. bothered them at all. No, they'd have been like what happened no. to the previous Oh, she was murdered. Oh, in school, had her head in twisted school? off her body. I'll take oh. it. <laughs> yeah, right. The sub would have been like she must have been a bitch. Yep. She probably had it coming. I'll take it. Uh, so he's like, so do you want to, can you continue teaching this class? Um, like at least through finals. And of course, Willow's like, well, hell yeah. Cause I'm a giant kiss ass. Anyway, um, Snyder makes it clear without basically coming out and saying it, that he wants that Gage is currently failing this class and he needs Gage to get a D at least, um, so that he I- can still swim for the team. I like how you say that he says it without coming out and saying it because Willow basically uses the same description yeah. when she's saying it to when she's telling Cordy and Xander about it. Yeah. But I'm in my opinion, he fucking said it. Well, it's like he uh, he did like, did he say the words you need to change Gage's grade to a D? Because he's uh, the star of the swim team. No, those words didn't come out of right, his mouth. Right. Right. 
<laughs> and that was that was that was his uh, his trickery, right? So, but yeah, he makes it clear that that's what he wants to happen. And Willow's like, eh? and then um, we cut to Xander, Cordy, and Willow walking in the halls, and and as you said, she's telling them all about uh, the the conversation she just had with Snyder, and um, Xander's incredulous. He's fucking pissed because he's like, you know, what about all of us who who work, you know, their asses off to get their D's, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And Cordy is, of course, totally cool with it because, you know, it's an athlete and she's all about, you know, that kind of thing and people getting special treatment. So, <clears throat> um, Xander's shitty that Buffy's not there to uh, to share in this uh, misery. And why isn't she there? Well, because she's with... Oh, fuck, I've already forgot his name. Cam. Cameron. She's with Cam. Who, and they are, they are just now... Which, I don't understand what's happening here. Because it would appear that they've had at least one class that has happened and ended. But Cam and Buffy are just now pulling up to school in Cam's super dope 94 Mustang. Um, which maybe, that, maybe it was a free period? I guess it that's kind of that, that's I what I been. chalked it up to. But I thought only seniors got free periods. On, I mean, that's how it was in my high oh, school. Yeah. But but anyway, they're just now pulling up to school for whatever reason, and he's still just fucking yakking about um, the ocean and all this, like you said, this mumbo jumbo nonsense shit. And Buffy's clearly bored out of her fucking brain. She could not give a French fried titty fuck what he's talking about. And she she basically wants to put a bullet in her brain right now just to get out of this situation. And all of a sudden, he's just, like, talking normal. They're kind of having somewhat of a normal thing. And all of a sudden, I don't know where he's just like, are you wearing a bra? And she's like, what? Because when he said that, I was like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so much for I want you to, I no pressure. Yeah, I he want had you just said that, too. I should have I should have brought that up. He had just talked about how... How, like, you know, there's n- uh, no romantic pressure here. I just want you to be comfortable. You know, I just like being around you and, and I want to talk. And then he literally, the next sentence is, he goes, are you wearing a bra? And she's like, the fuck? And he... This is... So, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't I don't mean to keep interrupting you, but kind of to this... What I'm about to say kind of links back to what you were saying before about how... Um, when you're when you're a fan of the show and you start learning who's behind the show mm-hmm. and stuff like you can kind of you can pick out an episode and be like be like oh so and so must have written this or so and so must have directed this because of visual cues or dialogue so um i didn't i didn't remember um who had written and directed this episode mm-hmm. okay um, cause I do those notes way <laughs> peek behind the curtain. I do that kind of stuff. Like before we even start recording for the, for the season and, and watching the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had forgotten and between this, like this character and, and this scene, and then a scene that comes up later, you might know which one I'm talking about. Uh, 
I was like, I was like, did fucking Joss write this episode? <laughs> you know, he had some fucking input in this like, episode. There are write, way write too many. Episode? Did he direct this episode? There are way too many Joss uh, bell ringings in this episode. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, he yeah. had, he had fucking input or he did a rewrite on the script or something because this is yeah. Joss through and through. Right. And like this scene, I was like, I was is one of them. It was, it was out of his autobiography of his first <laughs> date with a chick. This is exactly how his first date with a chick went. And then there's, there's two scenes that come up later and you might know the ones I'm talking about already. Um, oh, without... oh, oh, I know one of them. One of them just popped in my head. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we get to them, let me know if those, if they're the ones that you, okay. you were, you were like, I, yeah, but okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. There's some, there is some heavy Joss Whedon influence in this fucking episode. So, yeah, but yeah, he's like, are you wearing a bra? And she's like, just like we were watching it. We're, everybody was like, what the, f- what? And he's, he just gets like aggro all of a sudden. He's like, yo, yo. Like she tries to get out of the car and he won't let her. And he's like, just chill out. I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> he, he fucking, he fucking locks the door. <laughs> the like, she, why couldn't she just be like, click? <laughs> not only, not only that, but I have, I, I, my friend had a Mustang uh-huh. of that era. Uh-huh. I, and I know for a fact that like most cars nowadays, Unless you've set the child lock, yeah, you can still open you it. Can, you can just you just open the door from the inside, yeah. and yep. it'll fucking unlock. Yep, yep. But for whatever reason, maybe he has disabled, or maybe he had the child locks turned on, because he, he is clearly an aggro rapist. So he's <laughs> right. This he, isn't his first rodeo. Yeah, he's clearly raped several or, girls in this school by now, or or his first rapio, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it. You know that there are girls in Sunnydale High School. That, that have a group that they've all been raped by Cameron in his shitty Mustang. So, because this guy is a super fucking douchebag. <laughs> they have nightmares about about late, 90, late, late 90s model lime, green Mustangs. Lime green Mustangs, yeah. And everybody knows those, those mid and late 90 Mustangs were the worst Mustangs in the history of Mustangs. But anyway, I digress. Um... So, yeah, he won't let her out of the car and shit, and, and he's like, I'm not going to hurt you, and she's like, I'm not worried about me. And then he, like, tries to grab at her. Like, I'm not sure if he was trying to grab her or trying to fondle her. You can't really tell. But anyway, he tr- he's trying to put his hands on her, and she, like, twists his arm. And <laughs> the best part, she takes his head and bangs it on the steering wheel, and you hear, huh, from the horn, and it's just <laughs> fucking hilarious. It cr- that cracked me up. And she fucks his nose up because he's like, oh, and he's got his hands up to his nose. And he's like, you broke my nose. Well, just at that point, Principal, she looks up to the windshield and Principal Snyder's standing there. And he is not happy. And, he, of course, he wags his finger at her to, to come with him. And uh, we, cut in, we cut inside the school and we're in the, we're in the nurse's office station deal there. And... Um, what, what was that she was, like, beating the hell out of to hand him to put on his nose? Was it a steak? It's a, no, it's an ice pack. It's a frozen ice pack. Okay, well, she, I just, she's like, crack! She's like, smack. I don't know. what I didn't know what she was doing, but anyway, she hands him this ice pack, and he's putting his nose. You see his nose now, and it is... Okay. 
uh, let me let me tell a little bit more. Um, Snyder is thinking that Buffy was the aggressor in this whole thing, of course. And Cam's like, yeah, first she leads me on, and then she goes all schizo. And Buffy's like, you motherfucker. And she... <laughs> This is this is this is another scene like this. Is, this isn't one of the ones I was talking about yeah. a, a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But but now that we're talking about this show again, this is another scene where when this scene was over, I was like, Joss, Joss wrote this episode he again. Wrote this, again, he it's it. from his autobiography, bro. Um, He's like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, not very professional of me to cough like that. Uh, she says, um. Or yeah, he's like, and she, then she she first she leaves me on, then she goes all schizo, and Buffy's like, you piece of shit, and she goes towards him, and she's all he's all like, well look at how she dresses, isn't it obvious? And I'm like, so I'm looking at Buffy, and I'm like, oh mate, because you know sometimes Buffy can wear some 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 scandalous clothing, but I'm looking at her and I'm like, the clothing she's wearing in this episode is totally just normal. Girl clothes. I, I, it's not like, like she had like this V cut shirt down to her belly button or something. I mean, she's she just wearing clothes, right? But I'm gonna interject here, oh, like, and I, I'm, I know you, so I'm sure you didn't mean it this way. No, but re- I, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. What she was wearing, yes, like, I know. That, that's not. And yeah, that's but, what I say. Like, but I, I just, know you didn't mean it that way. Yeah, but like. But, you know, Buffy can dress pretty fucking sexy sometimes. And so I was thinking, oh, maybe. And then I was like, wait a minute. She's not even wearing. She's almost wearing, like, bum around the house clothes. And I'm like, what is he fucking talking about? And, oh, oh, and I failed to mention Coach is in here, too. So it's it's the coach, the nurse, Principal Snyder, and and Buffy and and this douchebag. Um, They're all in there. And... And she's like, what are you talking about the way I'm dressed? And um, Snyder's concerned only because he wants that fucking championship. And he's talking to the coach. Him and the coach kind of go off, step aside to, to talk. And um, like I was saying earlier, Cam's nose is fucked. It looks like, some, it looks like a smashed fucking tomato. And and Snyder's all to the coach is all like, well, do you, do you think we can still win? And he's like, well, it's the nose isn't broken. And I'm like, what? I'm sorry. That's not if that's not broken. Like that nose is clearly it ain't broke. It is fucking <laughs> it's melted. Like it is fucked. And he's like, but we're gonna need Cam at 110 percent to win. Um, you know because he's the best since you know because of Dodd. And they kind of trail off, and Buffy hears it, and Buffy's like, well, what happened to Dodd? And then they're like, fuck off, none of your business. And uh, then the coach is like, why don't you start dressing more appropriately from now on, and they leave, and that's the end of that scene. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. he's like, what does he say? He's like, it, this, it's stop dressing like, a, like it's a dance club or something like that? Yeah. Well, I'm like, this whole scene really fucking irritated the shit out of me well yeah because i'm like, like well first of all is there a dress code and and if so is she breaking it well, then fuck off right if the answer is no right and also like i said like it irritated me too because like it's it doesn't and i don't care if she was wearing the shortest skirt known to man and nothing but a bra top like <laughs> with dress- with holes with their nipples out of the bra like 
dress is not consent. <laughs> like end of story. Like it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter what she's wearing. What if she's and wearing then, a shirt that says I consent? Ah? <laughs> uh? Ah? Uh? You just no. love to play devil's advocate, don't you, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah I'm just fucking around. No. Um, but this is so... Then, it's the 90s. Yeah, this is how they... I, people still act like that. It's 2022. Right. You know? It's ridiculous. Look how she um, dressed. She was asking for it, see? Right. You know? Right. Um, uh, but um, the other thing that irritated me about this scene was, like... Are, can you not swim if you have a fucking broken nose? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. What? Because um, these I... these kids, these boys on this swim team, obviously don't take it very seriously because none of them shave. Like you know how like like swimmers who are like a really right, they shave like their heads, they shave their armpits, their leg, like every every all the hair. Well, none of these yeah. none of these swimmers are like that. So I'm like, well, it's not that deep to them, right? So right. I'm sure a little broken nose isn't going to stop Mr. Super Swimmer from, you know, I don't know. Right. But uh, right. they Please seem to be quite on. they seem to be quite concerned about this broken nose. Um where did I leave off? Oh yeah. So then we cut to the library and Buffy's telling the whole gang everybody's there, the Scoobs, I mean, and she's telling everybody what happened and she's just talking and talking and talking without hardly taking a breath and they're all just kind of staring at her like, will you please fucking take a breath? <laughs> and she kind of realizes that at the same time, and she quickly sits down, and she's like, so what's up with you guys? <laughs> and uh, Giles is like, well, thanks for taking an interest, finally. And he uh, explains to her that human remains uh, had been found on the beach that morning. Dodd Mc... Ready? You ready? Not only is his first name Dodd, his last name is McAlvey. Dodd McAlvey. And she's like, was it vampires? And um, Giles is like, no, he was eviscerated. Uh, there was nothing left but skin and cartilage. And Willow's like, yeah, I ripped him open and ate his insides like an Oreo cookie. And everybody looks at her like, uh, and, you know, so... Just one of those little funny ha-ha moments for, for Willow. And uh, Snyder is wanting to keep it quiet so that the uh, rest of the students don't find out um, and upset them. And uh, Xander says, and by students, he means uh, the uh, swim team. Uh, so, yeah, that's what they're doing there. That's what the Scoobs are doing there in the library. They're researching trying to find the monster in question and then we cut to the steam room because i forgot to say two scenes ago um as the coach was leaving the nurse's office he told cam that he wanted him to hit the steam room um for a while and uh, so we cut to said steam room now and cam's in there and he keeps he kind of keeps hearing something and he's kind of looking around out at the glass of the steam room and um it's actually uh, Freddy Krueger. He's out there. He actually sees him. No. <laughs> he, uh, but whatever it is, it's like we see like a POV shot of it every now and then of it like moving around and creeping around. And then the, the door flies open to the uh, uh, steam room and you're thinking, oh shit, but it's just the coach. And he's like, all right, that's enough. Hit the shower. 
And then he just pulls out a forty-five and shoots the kid. And no one knows why. <laughs> you know, which it's really actually, made, which, which really, <laughs> which really made no fucking sense after he just told him, "All right, hit the showers." Well, when he and said hit he the shower, well, he meant blood shower out of your head from where I just shot oh. you. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's what he meant. I uh, thought maybe I thought maybe he called his gun shower. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, shoot you with the shower. Um. <laughs> And then we cut to Xander. He's uh, heading to the Coke machine um, because he's thirsty. And what is he? He says something s- really dumb, like "must have, th- must have thirst quenched" or I, I don't know, something uh, dumb like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, too much research. Need beverage. Yeah. There you go. So he's head, counting his change in his pocket, and he's heading that direction. And I'm like, wow. The days when you could actually buy a soda from a machine with actual change out of your pocket. Now you better have a debit card or a fucking $10 bill. Um, so he, and then he literally runs into Cam. They smack into each other. Neither one of them's paying attention. And Cam's all like, watch it. And Xander says, oh, I'm so sorry, your swim teamliness. And like does a little fake little kowtow to him. And Cam's like, loser. And... Uh, Xander's like, oh, I like the nose cams. Good look for you. And he's all like, what is that supposed to mean? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just love it when you guys mess with Buffy. And then he says, <laughs> they're like face to face. And Cam's like, you're lucky I'm hungry. <laughs> and I was like, what? That is right. what? <laughs> I, you know, we. I have a death feud with you. If it weren't for the fact that I was hungry... <laughs> I would finish I hear, this here and now. <laughs> I I hear that's what actually ended uh, things between the Hatfields and the McCoys. Exactly. The, that, the McCoys got hungry, and yeah, like, he was. You're you're lucky we're hungry, and they they lucky fucked. we're hungry Hatfields, and yeah. then that was the end of it. And they fucked, after they years and years right and years off. of of uh, family feuding. So when he says that that he's hungry, uh, Xander's like, "Well, the cafeteria is closed." And then Cam says, not to me, because, you know, he's an important athlete. So he can go into the cafeteria and eat that slop whenever he wants. <laughs> and it's like, you lucky bastard. Uh, lucky son of a bitch. So Cam enters the cafeteria, and he starts smelling something that's apparently pretty awful by the look on his face, like the guy on, like this buddy on the beach earlier. And uh, we cut back, and Xander's still at the Coke machine trying to decide what to get, and he hears a scream coming from the cafeteria. So he runs in there, which, if that were me, and I heard that fucker scream after, I'd be like, fuck him, I hope he's getting eaten by something. And I would literally get my Coke and go back to the library. Right, I would have heard the scream, I would have looked over in that direction and been like, huh, I bet he's getting eaten by a vampire, fuck him. But no, Xander drops everything and runs into the cafeteria. And what does he see? Just destruction. Shit's f- tables are everywhere. Shit's broken. Which all of that happened really quickly and soundlessly. Because <laughs> um, all he heard was a scream from, from Cam. Um, so he, he walks a little bit further in. And now we see Cam's skin suit. Uh, laying there and there's just kind of like smoke coming up from it and uh he's like Xander's like oh my god and he like covers his mouth and his nose like he's getting ready to throw up 
and he turns around to leave, and there's this fucking hideous monster thing. It kind of looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon, and I said that before a few scenes from now when they actually say that. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. that looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, For our younger audience, forget it. You'll have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, But, uh, and it like roars at him or whatever, and he screams like a little bitch, and we cut to a commercial. (laughs) And when we come back, what's happening, Ames J? Um, the, the, uh, giant, uh, fish monster has unhinged its jaws and is swallowing Xander whole. Yeah, it is. And there, the amount of blood that is pouring from Xander's half eaten, uh, carcass is astounding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) no, uh, (laughs) no, that didn't happen. we, We, come back and now we're in the library and Xander is frantically uh, ex- directing Cordelia uh, and how to sketch out the monster that he saw. Which, and hang on. At what point did Cordelia <laughs> develop art skills? Thank yes, you. I know. And not just art skills, like she is dr- drawing yeah, it's this pretty good. very fucking well and very accurately. Yeah. And like she's... Yeah. She's using, I think, a pencil, but it's clearly like a chalk fucking drawing, and I'm like, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. Right. Um, and uh, uh, there's they the three of them, or I'm sorry, Giles is there too, and the three of them have a little back and forth. Like, was this what you saw? And Xander's not really sure. He's uh, it, it was dark, and, and I don't understand know, this whole thing because. Oh, I'm not really sure. It was kind of dark. The picture that she had drawn was, was a literal accurate. was a literal one for one exact fucking interpretation of the thing we saw. Right. But he's not sure. Um, Even though he would have had to have described this in insane right. detail for her to be able to draw it. But man, right. I don't know. It was kind of dark. It what? was dark and 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 also, you know, it, why it are they di- so it, suspicious of whether his recollection is correct? Of of all the shit that we've seen in Sunnydale, they're not buying the creature from the Black Lagoon. They're they're just because Giles is like, I don't know, you know. Well, I don't I don't think they're doubting what he saw. I think they're doubting whether or not he's accurately describing what he saw. Well, that's what I mean. Why would they even think that? It's Sunnydale. There are some we have seen insane shit in Sunnydale. Yeah, you know, and now they're like, but I don't know. Nothing could look that funny, weird, could it? You know? Like if he had came in there and said there was this giant thing that looked like a carrot and it was on fire and it was trying to eat me, I'd be, I would fucking believe him. I'd be like, oh fuck. Well, we need to look up flaming carrot demon now and see what what his fucking deal is. <laughs> but for whatever reason, Giles is very suspicious. Right. Um. So yeah, they have that brief back and forth and uh, at that point Buffy and Willow come back into the library and you know they tell them that they've found out that Cameron and Dodd were the two best swimmers on the swim team and um, that makes Cage next in line as the third best and Gage and uh, um, so uh, they uh, decide that Buffy's gonna shadow Gage, and because 
obviously they think he's going to be attacked next and uh willow gets the assignment of interrogating jonathan because they determine that since jonathan was attacked by the swim team he obviously has a reason to want to harm them um uh and we cut to that interrogation scene with willow and jonathan in the computer lab and she's got a <laughs> she's got a lamp on him and uh She's, well, you missed you missed a scene. What? Gage in the common area, and Buffy, Buffy uh, creeping on him. He's like playing a Game Boy. Uh, I think I have that somewhere. Hold and he on. he keeps looking over, like he looks over because he feels eyes on him, and then she looks away really quick. Then we go. Oh, then we get to well, Willow. Okay, so I have it. I have it a little out of order. I just, oh. I, I kind of, I sum this whole thing up, and I've got that uh, um, Buffy. Buffy's following Gage around. Oh, okay. That's, My bad. I did didn't get into detail about it. Um. Uh. So yeah, she's. But is right, that in fact a Game Boy he's sitting there playing? <laughs> Because it uh, looked like he was playing some probably. kind of handheld game system, and it looked like a Game Boy. I was like, "Holy shit! Haven't seen one of those in a hundred years." Right. Um. Uh, so, but also while she's uh, following him around, Xander overhears Coach Marin and Principal Snyder talking about how they need another swimmer, um, uh, or they won't be eligible to compete in the state championships. And, uh, you know, they don't even care if he can swim as long as he can wear a swimsuit. And uh, Willow's interrogating Jonathan, and um, he eventually confesses that he did want revenge on the swim team, and he did it by sneaking in and peeing in the pool. (laughs) Yeah, and Willow's like, oh, ooh. Yeah. And I was like... Honey, just just FYI, if you've ever been swimming before, <laughs> you have been swimming in lots of piss. Just FYI. Um. So then we cut to the bronze that night, and let, let me take Buffy. this scene because I've got a clip to play. Okay. But uh, I hope it's I hope it's uh, the clip I think it is. I don't know. Considering who's going to be in this scene. Well, actually, that this is two scenes. Oh. Okay. So, again, uh, I'm I'm starting to yeah, summarize. You're summarizing. I still more. summarize a lot. <laughs> I still summarize a lot too, but I keep it in order of the so that I don't fuck up like what happens and yeah. what you know. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we are at the bronze and um, Buffy's still creeping on Gage, and uh, no, I, it's not the clip you were hoping for. I, I know what you what you meant. <laughs> I was gonna get that clip and I thought, eh, it's just not very long and it's. Eh. But anyway, uh, Buffy's uh, creeping on Gage still, and he's playing pool, and he knows she's wa- he, that she's watching him, and so she, she he finally like fucking goes over and confronts her, and this is the conversation they have. This, me, my shadow act, it's getting old. What do you want from me? Well, um, it's a little embarrassing, you see. I'm a swim groupie. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah, 
You know, there's just something about the smell of chlorine on a guy. Oh, baby. Mm. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Obviously, my sex appeal is on the first today, so I'll just give it to you straight. There's something lurking out there, and it's making fillets of the populace, and I think you might be next. Uh-huh. And you think that because? Well, it's already attacked. It's already killed some people. You're one twisted sister, you know that? Cam told me about your games. Go find someone else to harass. When did Cam have a chance to tell him about any type of games Buffy may or may not be playing? Who knows? Because I, I kept thinking about that, and I was like, yeah, there never would have been an opportunity for that conversation. Um. The, 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 only thing, the only thing I my head went to um, after he said that is that um, it's possible that sometime perhaps elapsed, however briefly, between the... Um, the swim team celebration at the beach and Buffy and Cam getting into their altercation. But then I remembered that they said they found Dodd's body on the beach, literally like that, the, that morning. So it, it was the next day. Yeah. So, so I, and then once, once they had an altercation in the car, there definitely wasn't a chance for him to talk for those two to talk. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, you right. got the same beard brush I've got. Oh yeah, yeah, exact same, exactly the same one. Yeah, yep. Anyway, um, <laughs> the that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, so then, so he he, you know, he says, "Go find somebody else to harass," and he blows by her and leaves. And as he walks outside into the alley, he's muttering. He literally mutters, "Psycho bitch," and I'm like, "Whoa, what the, f- what is right? What, is, what the hell?" You know. She's literally saying, hey, I think you might be in danger. I'd, I'd like to try to help, but that makes her a psycho bitch. Anyway, right as he says psycho bitch, we see somebody looking at him and from the shadows. Right? I mean, who could it possibly be? I'm not sure. I don't know. That, uh, <laughs> that was That's actually the clip I was referring to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, no, I thought you meant, I thought you wanted the conversation between these two as the clip. Oh, no, no, I, I meant the theme song. Yeah, so Angel overhears him, and uh, he's he's fucking creeping in the shadows, like masturbating. Fucking, he's been standing in the shadows, you fucking jerking it for like the last 25 minutes. And he's, <laughs> when, when uh, Gage leaves, he's like, oh God, and he has to put it up really quick and. But anyway, he, he hears Gage say, psycho bitch, and Angel, he's like, oh, you got to be talking about Buffy. And he's like, Gage is like, who are you? And, oh, she and I had this thing. And so they're talking about it, and Angel says, or, you know, she really needs somebody to knock her off her high horse. And Gage is like, yeah, that'd be cool, but who? And he turns to fucking Angel, and Angel vamps face, and he's like, well, lucky for you, I'm recruiting. And then he bites into the dude. And um, Buffy's coming out conveniently around that same time, coming out of the bronze, and she hears uh, Gage screaming like a little bitch. I mean, because he literally sounds like 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 a woman as he's screaming, and uh, he does though. He's like, ah! and so uh, Buffy comes running, of course, and. Um, 
Angel sees her coming, and he stops feeding on Gage. Like, he's grossed out. Like, he's, like, trying to spit out the blood that he'd been drinking, and he's just, he's just, like, he's just totally fucking grossed out. And uh, trying to spit out the taste or something. And she gets there, and she does, like, a flying fucking kick to his face. And he picks up Gage and, like, throws Gage onto Buffy. And then he runs away. And uh, he's like, is that what killed Cam? And she's like, no, that was something else. And he's like, what do you mean something else? And she's like, yeah, we have a lot of something else's in this town. And now he's scared, and he asks her to walk him home. And I'm like, oh, wait, what happened to psycho bitch? Go find somebody else to harass. I'd be like, fuck you, you're on your own, douche. But she she breaks down and I guess is going to do it. So uh, where do we go to next, James? Um... We are in Sunny. We are back at Sunnydale High the following day, and Buffy and Cordy and Willow are uh, sitting on the benches um, in the in the pool, uh, uh, the Sunnydale pool. And uh, we call those uh, bleachers. And um, uh, <laughs> and uh, and they're eating popcorn. They are out of a popcorn. giant like movie popcorn bin, and I'm like, where did they? Where did how, where did they get that? And uh, they're talking, and they're they wonder what could be killing off the swimmers. And well, they do have a brief exchange about Angel spitting out Gage's blood, and um, they're wondering about what could be killing off the swimmers. And this conversation um, kills me, bro. How how and, they go in? Yeah. And Buffy says that it could be steroids, um, and that's why Angel didn't like the blood and uh how did she uh, uh, never mind and uh um as they're talking cordy starts to get moony eyed over uh someone walking into the uh the the pool area and uh um we realize it's Xander, and I don't. God, this is a, this is another part where I was like, I was like, Joss wrote this. Joss wrote this. <laughs> um, she's completely fucking Gaga over, or looking at him. You know, she's like, ladies, head, that's my kind of like something, like toe to head, and then it's like shocked when she gets to his face and it's Xander and I'm like there's nothing listen I'm I'm an out of shape guy all right I'm I'm overweight Ditto. I'm you know so compared to me does Nicholas Brendan in this moment look look, look good yeah of course he does does he look good compared to uh the other guys on the swim team no no <laughs> like he's I very average looking this is not, to me, it, of what we know of Cordelia up to this point, this is not the body type that Cordelia would see and be like, ooh, I got to get me some of that. Yeah, it's not like Brad Pitt walking out from, say, uh, what was the one they went all Oh, Legends, uh, fight, Legends fight, of fight Club. All the chicks fight were Club, crazy about him. Right. for the, You know, it's like, it's definitely not that. Right. 
Um, but yeah, she's all into it long before she gets to the face and realizes it's her fucking boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, and I don't like I I don't like I said compared to me is is he like decent body shape? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, but Ditto. but he's not. It's nothing like drool worthy. No, he and I would I call that an ab- he very average uh, bo- uh, right body and and don't forget Willow is also fucking moist and dripping. <laughs> she is because she she is, but let's her let's, eyes are like this fucking big. No, you're right. She is, but let's let's uh, let's you know be careful with our phraseology. I, I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm, I, she's very fucking hot for teacher, or I guess he's not a teacher, but you know what I mean, <laughs> right? And she's all like, um, <laughs> "Are you going to say the line she says?" I wasn't, but if you want, to, she's you like at one point she's like, or he says something like, "I'm here to I'm I'm undercover, and so I'm going to watch the, you know, I can keep an eye on on the the rest of the swim team when Buffy can't and. And Willow's like, oh, you mean when you're nude? I mean, changing? And I was like, Jesus Christ. She's ready to drop Oz right fucking then, dude. And I'm like, okay, how strong is that relationship? Right. Well, we'll find out in season three. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, so, so he walks over and, you know, he tells them, like you said, that... Uh, um. He's joined the swim team to kind of keep an eye on things when Buffy can't. And Willow tells them that Jonathan wasn't responsible for the swimmer for killing the swimmers, and um, uh, Cordy's like thrilled that she's dating a member of the Sunnydale swim team, and um, uh, we uh, we cut to later. And they're all in the sauna, um, and uh, Xander's just going on about, I don't even remember what he's going on about at this point, and no one's paying any attention to him, and we kind of pan down from the window of the sauna and to a grate in the floor, and we see claws come up uh, through the grate and grab it, and... Uh, and then we cut to Buffy waiting for Gage outside of the boys' locker room. And uh, Xander comes out, and they have a brief, meaningless exchange. And um, uh, he, he leaves, and she's still waiting for Gage. And... Um, we go inside and we see that Gage is in there by himself and he smells something awful. And then we cut back to Buffy and she hears Gage scream and she rushes into the locker room and she sees him there with one of these fish monsters. And um, all of a sudden he's crying out in pain again and he falls to the ground kind of clutching himself and, he ends up ripping his shirt open and and uh, then ends up tearing the flesh off of his chest to reveal the scaly uh, skin of one of the fish monsters underneath. And uh, um, it's uh, it's actually a pretty 
graphic body horror scene. Like he's tearing off his own flesh, and it was very well done. You see the the claw the, the claw break out of his hand, and the flesh of his hand just kind of flops down and falls off. It was very um, well done. Very um very Cronenberg the fly. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And uh. Uh. He eventually completely sheds. <laughs> the uh, the gauge skin suit his and flesh his fleshy overcoat and is a full fledged uh, fish monster and uh, Buffy fights them off and uh, um, and apparently them, apparently these fish monsters stink really bad they must um, because whenever one's about to show up is when somebody's like I guess they smell like hot dog farts I don't know <laughs> and. Uh, one of them does manage to bite Buffy on the arm, and all of a sudden, Coach Marin shows up. And yeah, I'm like, uh, where the fuck did he come from, and why wasn't he there for 20 minutes ago screaming? You know, right? Know. Um, yeah, he he busts into the locker room, and um, uh, the when he shows up, the the fish monsters <laughs> belly slide <laughs> across the fucking floor and into an open sewer grate. Like it was a slip and slide. Yeah. Right. Which, okay. <laughs> they couldn't, I was gonna, they couldn't I was, run over and jump in, into the right, hole. Right. So I was going to say two questions. There's not two questions. There's just one glaringly obvious question. Why the fuck <laughs> is there a sewer grate? <laughs> Why is there a and it's big, dude? It's like right, three man's, foot by three foot square, right, man-sized mm-hmm. sewer grate in the middle in, of the boys' locker room. In the middle of the boys' locker room, yeah. that it just it leads right down into the fucking sewer, just yeah. right into the sewer. Yeah, yep. running underneath Sunnydale High. Yep, where all the vampires and monsters live, and all of the administrators of this town seem to know this. But right. they put their students in the utmost risk at all times. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the belly slide was the best, though, dude. That was that <laughs> it, was, it top. was pretty good. Um, so then we're in Nurse Greenlee's office, and she's bandaging Buffy up, and um, uh, Coach Marin is there too, and um. Giles kind of chides him for never not questioning the team about whether or not they were taking anything. And coach Marin's like, yeah, you know, they started to get better. What the fuck do I care? Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Well, I'd be like, what, why would I question them? Why, what signs did they show that none of them Uh, came in 310 pounds with fucking throbbing fucking veins in their neck, you know? I guess just the fact that they became a good swim team should have been enough to alert him that something was off. And but by the way, have you ever heard of swimmers taking steroids? Um, I haven't. That's not one of the sports I've ever heard. Like doping, uh, doping being a problem. I, I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. I should have. I should have googled it. I, I mean, I could totally be wrong. I just. It's like, wait a minute. Swimming's like one of the sports because you wouldn't want to put on any weight. Or right. anything like that. So I don't. I don't think steroids. But, would... but I also wouldn't think that 
professional biking or cycling or whatever would be a sport that someone would dope up in either. Yeah. And <laughs> well, from what I understand, that was that was what just human growth hormone though, wasn't it? It's or still like or, or I don't know, pure gasoline. Who the fuck knows? But it just seems odd to me to take steroids to be a better swimmer. But right. Um. Uh. And then we cut to Buffy and Giles. Uh, hunting for fish monsters in the sewer and um in the meantime xander's back in the sauna with the with the rest of the team and he's very blatantly not even trying to like hint at anything flat out ask them when's the when are they getting the next dose dose of roids and uh one of this one of the other swim team members is like uh you're we're already getting it it's it's in the steam motherfucker yeah and, and xander's and, like uh <laughs> right can i opt out <laughs> <laughs> right um and then we cut to greenlee and marin and what are they doing jeremy fighting like a level of like mortal combat fighting like massive uppercuts, fucking bloods flying everywhere. At one point, fucking coach is trying to scramble and get away, and she's like, "Get over here!" And she throws this fucking hook out of her hand and impales him and shit. No, uh, they're the nurse is like following him as he's walking through the pool area into the uh, locker rooms, and she's like, "This has got to stop!" And the, the children and. Blah blah blah. So now we're like, okay, so these two are in on something. And coach is like, there's no quitters on this team. And he's like, we're close to perfecting it. We just gotta adjust the mixture. And I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, we've really gone off the rails now, haven't we? And um it's basically she's like, it has to end, and he's like, fuck you, it does, and he throws her in this fucking hole. Another <laughs> another uh, hole. An- another man sized <laughs> fucking sewer grate and by the way this is a middle-aged heavy-set woman in a you know like in a nurse's uh, clothing and he just man grabs her and like she would have died from the throw because she lands in like two feet of water right and i'm like right. i'm like that would have killed her she's dead he she's now dead right and and but again, like this is another, and they're they're a level below wherever the fucking sauna is. <laughs> like they're in they're in the when fucking the... like it's because they're coming down a fucking ladder to that, get. To... That means when the monsters belly slid into that hole, they dropped like two stories to get to the to the, the fucking sewer. sewers. Right, right, uh... but so. So again, so they've got to be in the basement, right? This, I would this, think this ever-present. Wh- how? Why do they have access to the basement in the first place? <sighs> I don't know because they walk through the pool area by the pool to get to this place that they're at, where there's hole, where there's this hole that he literally throws her in, right? And and she's like. What are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's he doing? You were threatening to expose him. He just threw you down a hole. He's trying to murder you, <laughs> right? But uh, right. and he's like, well, you know, I still take care of my boys, and they gotta eat. 
And all of a sudden, she gets pulled under the water. So, apparently, as we've now discovered, these boys are turning into these creatures, and then he's taking care of them still. They're living in a hole down by the river. I I don't know. So, (laughs) they eat the teacher. Or, I'm sorry, the nurse. Um, uh, Did you already talk about that they, Buffy and... uh, I don't know where you left off. Let's see. Um, pulling her. Okay, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> now we cut to the library. And Xander's telling him how he's discovered how they're getting the steroids. It's in the mixture. of It's in the, uh, the, the aroma therapy bullshit in the steam room, which I don't even know if any of that would even be fucking possible, but whatever. Xander's freaking out because he's been exposed to it three times and, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, Cordy's okay with it, of course, because um, now she's at least she's not dating an unpopular nerd anymore. Um, but she does also doesn't want to date the creature from the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> he's like, he's like the Black Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon was Brooke Shields. God damn it! <laughs> and I, so as much as I dislike Xander, yeah, I I did like this line, and yeah. I will fully admit it's because I feel like I'm the type of uh-huh. nerd so am I. I mm-hmm. that if I was in this situation yep. like I would still take the time to be to be sidetrack upset about <clears> the main <throat> issue yeah. that someone incorrectly Yeah, the blue <laughs> lagoon. I'd be like that would I'd have to say it because otherwise it would drive me fucking nuts. Right. Right. Um anyway, Buffy says they better get the rest of the team right round up the rest of the swimmers. And get them locked up before they become in touch with their inner halibut. <laughs> and Giles is like, yeah. Um, in the meantime, we got to find... This line fucking kills me. He says, in the meantime, we got to find out exactly what's in the gas so that the hospital can develop an antidote. And I'm like, yeah, that's just a thing that they do. Whenever they discover something poisonous, they just... Oh, well, we just need to analyze it and we'll create an antidote in about 10 minutes. Right. Uh, so Willow says, okay, she'll talk to the nurse and Buffy's going to talk to the coach and yada, yada. So we cut to Buffy interrogating the coach and he's like, you're imagining things. And she's like, well, I'm imagining you in jail getting ass raped right now. And, um, actually she says getting beaten up, but in my mind, she said ass raped. And, uh, she meant, she meant beat in the ass by cocks. (laughs) Right. She meant your ass is currently being fucking torn inside out. That's what I'm imagining, you sick fuck. And he's like, why are you imagining my ass? And she's like, ooh, that's true. Anyway, yeah. um, he's and like... Then she, and then she vomited. <laughs> and then she threw up on him in his face. On him. And then he right. threw up, and it was right. just a cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, you don't have any proof. And um, she's like, you fucking better tell me what's in the steam. And I'm like, just beat him up. You're the slayer. Just fucking hurt him. He will clearly sing if you hurt him. But anyway, for no reason, he just decides, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to spill the whole fucking plan now. <clears throat> so, well, I don't... Okay, so you say no reason. And and I, I, obviously, I think we can all determine pretty easily what how I feel about this episode based on <laughs> how, I've, how I've been so far. How you've been recapping? But, <laughs> but um, like... My, I my presumption is the reason he spills the beans about what's going on is because he fully intends to fucking kill her. 
Like, he just doesn't do it for no reason. Like, he's going to murder her. <clears throat> yeah, but it's like, oh, God, it's the same old trope. Like, for, right. for oh, it's, no it's reason whatsoever, I, okay, fine, I'm going to s- tell the entire fucking gag. You right, know? it's one hundred percent the like the the James Bond villain or you know the yeah. the Batman you know yeah. villain trope where they've got the hero they're they're one hundred percent sure that they're about to kill the hero, so they just spill all the details of their evil plot. Right. So out of no, so you got to hear this because this is literally said. He he says after the fall of the Soviet Union. Documents came into light detailing their experiments with fish DNA on their Olympic swimmers. That's a goddamn motherfucking quote. Let me read that again. After the fall of the Soviet Union, documents came into light detailing their experiments with fish DNA on their Olympic swimmers. This is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard or read or seen in my fucking life. Well, first of all, let's dissect this. How the fuck did this dorky fucking middle um, overaged old fucking fat swimming coach in a high school in California come across some documents, some top secret documents from the fucking Soviet Union, first of all? Right. Second of all. When did he become a chemist that because she's (laughs) like, well, they weren't able to crack it, but you were. And he's and he's right. like grins like yeah, and I'm like, if you were able to do that, why are you a swimming coach in a high school? <laughs> um, and then she's like, why, why, why did you do this? And he's like, well, what kind of stupid question is that for the win? I, I just, it's like I don't even want to go any further. It's this is so stupid, dumb. <sighs> So then she's like, she doesn't care. Right, go, go ahead. So, go ahead. but I, I was gonna say, but it is, it's pretty widely accepted that, that, the the Soviet Union was experimenting with, with human animal hybrids during World War Two. Okay. Particular, particularly For, on their Olympic swimmers. Well, no, but particularly humans and. Um, apes and nothing ever came of it well no because it's fucking stupid science fiction bullshit well i'm just saying oh so she's like i don't care why you did it you know fuck you basically and he's like you don't have any school spirit and i'm like this went from ridiculous to stupid in like two sentences he's like i did it all for the school spirit you fucking bitch and then it it amps up another level of stupid. He pulls out a fucking nine mil and fucking points it at her. And he's, does he shoot her to end this? Ho- no. no. He says to her, get in the hole. And she's like, I ain't getting in no holes and you ain't sending no buckets with fucking lotion down in them. But he's like, nah. so yeah, she gets in the hole because he's got her by gunpoint. And she's like, this isn't over yet. And then she jumps in, and she sees the nurse's body, bloated corpse, fucking float by. And she's like, oh, that's fucking nasty. And she's like, you're just going to feed me to them? And, he, oh, God. This whole scene, bro. This whole scene. And, he's, it, and it, he says, go, no, this, go ahead. This, 
this is one of the scenes I mentioned earlier. Yeah, I know, I know. I okay. forgot to mention. Well, it. you were you were gonna tell me. When, yeah, I, when... I forgot, I forgot. But, okay. Because it's the it's literally the last line of this of this yeah. uh, scene. But he says, "They've already had their dinner, but boys have other needs." Right. What the fuck? Right. Right. I was trying to cut my wrists at this point with with a sharpie. I, I'm I'm not even kidding you, Jeremy. When I tell you, I almost turned the episode off. Yeah, because it's like and, and was like, I'm not doing this anymore. This this one scene, this one scene, was stupid, ridiculous, offensive, and every other adjective you can think of, all in one scene, and it made yeah. me. I suddenly did not care anymore about what had happened prior or what is going to happen to finish this episode up. I didn't care. I was like, this is for, so stupid. For, like, as stupid as the overall scene was, for me, it was that la- that last tidbit. Yeah. The, they've already had their dinner, but boys have other needs. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. So, in other words, I was like, these I was fish like, mutants need to pull a train on you now. I was like... Because why? This, this, is, this scene and... And su- the su- the subsequent scene of her-, her in the sewer, like when she's all wet and drenched, and her shirt is like clinging to her body. Oh, I and it's like, like they purposefully like sh- like shoved her tits up in her. Sh- I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was I was like I was like I'm I'm going to go back to my computer to to jot down my notes and to and that stuff. And when I look at who wrote and directed this episode, one of those people is fucking Joss Whedon. And it was a man and a woman team. Right. And it and it wasn't Joss. I was like, I cannot believe it. But you know that he came in late that night when everyone else was gone <laughs> and fucking made some script. fucking edits for his own script. fucking jollies. It was he was he was looking at it and he was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, right here, um, insinuate Buffy's a whore. Yeah. Um, and she's gonna. Right. Oh, oh, because right. don't forget the line right. she says. Hold on, he's like, uh, right here, um, blame rape and sexual assault victims uh, on their clothing because choices of, because of their clothing they're wearing. Yeah, um, yeah it was. <sighs> the line she says to start that scene really sets the tone too, which um, we'll which we'll get to. Okay. Uh, we cut now to. Cordy and Xander are at the pool. And Xander's scratching at his neck like a fucking meth fucking fiend. Mm. And she's like, and he's like, does my neck look scaly? And she's like, yeah, because you've been scratching it nonstop for fucking 30 minutes. And he's like, I, I need a mirror. I need a mirror. And so he runs off into the fucking bathroom to look in a mirror. And she's just kind of chilling by the pool there. And she hears somebody come running and jump into the pool, and she looks over, and she's like, Xander, what are you doing? And then she realizes, oh, fuck, it's not him. It's one of those It's one of those monsters. And she's like, shit, he turned into one. And so she's talking She's talking to it. So here, here you go. I've got a clip, and I'll just play that. Any gills yet? Xander, what are you doing? Xander? Oh, my God, Xander. I know you can't answer me, but God, this is all my fault. You joined the swim team to impress me. You were so courageous. 
And you looked really hot in those Speedos. <laughs> and I want you to know that I still care about you, no matter what you look like. And, and we can still date. Or, or not, I mean, I understand if you want to see other fish. I'll do everything I can to make your quality of life better. Whether that means little bath toys or whatever. Uh, <gasps> that's not me. Yeah, so Xander shows up and he's like, that's not me. And the creature jumps out after him and they bail. At no time, okay, she says, oh my God, this is all my fault. You joined the swim team to impress. At no time did he do that. Right. At so no I was time. Just, I was just going to say, the, that scene, everything after um, her comment about how good he looks in the Speedo mm -hmm. to when Xander shows up, back up and gives her, star, startles her, mm -hmm. is the only redeeming quality of this episode i i'm not even lying i thoroughly enjoyed that brief scene with cordelia that's why i pulled the clip because i was be, like wow this is the first time we've really seen cordy be human <laughs> like be, be fully human yes pretty like, much like yeah. that that scene shows so much character growth mm -hmm. from the Cordelia we met yeah. back in Welcome to the Hellmouth yeah. to now. It is so, it is, it is literally like a small rhinestone gem hidden, hidden in a three foot turd log. Wow. That's a lot of fucking peanut butter sandwiches to get a three foot turd log. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, that's what, seriously, that's why I pulled that clip. Cause I was like, wow, this is the deepest we've ever seen Cordy B. It was so and, uh, good. Yeah. I, I, I'm not even kidding you when I was like, like I said, it, it so showed so much character growth for yeah. Cordelia. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the library and Xander's, uh, I'm sorry, Xander. I put Xander in my notes, but. Giles is locking up the rest of the swim team into the uh, book cage. And they're just going, like, happily without any type of resistance. <laughs> and he's all like, stay calm, chaps. Either we'll find an effective antidote or we'll just stay calm. <laughs> and I'm like, and they're all just cool with it. And uh, Willow says everyone's accounted for except Sean. And... uh about that time, Xander and Cordy walk in, and they say, well, we found Sean. Uh, he's in the pool, skinless dipping. And they're like, well, fuck. And then they're like, where's Buffy? And not back yet. So we cut back to Buffy, who's now in the, I mean, who's still in the in the, uh, uh, the hole, the water hole. And she says, here's the line that I promised you. Just what my rep needs that I did the entire swim team. And I was like, yep, that's a sick fucking uh, Joss Whedon fantasy is what that is. He probably has gangbang porn on his fucking computer. Um, and the monsters are stalking her at this point. They're, you know, under the water and going around her and shit. And she's like, oh, fuck. We cut to Xander arriving and uh, he says, hey, coach. And the coach spins around and He's like, oh, it's Harris. And he's like, where's Buffy? And we see the coach kind of eyeballing the 9 mil, which is sitting 
like right there, not too far. Like uh, he can reach out and grab it and cut back to Buffy, who's still getting stalked. And then all of a sudden they attack, and she's fighting them as best as she can. What is there at this point? Like five? Uh, there's three down there. Oh, three? Okay. Looked like five. Uh, she's fighting them off as best she can. And then all of a sudden the coach goes for the gun, but Xander just fucking wrecks him. He's just, like, toying with him. He, like, grabs his arm, and he's, like, twists it, and then he just fucking, like, backhands the piss out of the coach, and he's like, fuck you, old man. And we go back to Buffy. She's still fighting, and uh, then uh, they kind of got it. They're, they're kind of closing in on her. They're, they're, they've totally surrounded her, and Xander uh, sticks his arm down in the hole, and he's like, get my hand, get my hand, and she reaches up and grabs it, and... Uh, with much struggling and her kicking at the monsters and whatnot, he gets her pulled back up. Um, and they're both like, oh, fuck. And then all of a sudden the coach comes up out of nowhere with the gun in his hand and he fucking smokes Xander in the back of the head. And then Buffy grabs the coach and throws him into the hole. But then she holds onto his foot like, oh, changed my mind. I don't want to murder you. But she loses grip and the coach goes in and he's toast. Those monsters straight up eating. This so this is another point where I was like, I I had convinced myself at this point that Joss had written or directed this episode because it suddenly became very Xander centric. Yeah, um, I mean it it was pretty much through the whole episode. I correct myself, um, and fucking Xander saves the goddamn day. Yeah, every time every time Xander like houses somebody. You can pretty much assume that 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 Joss had a hand in that episode, a, a, a heavy hand. But anyway, then we cut to the common area. It's all over. Um, Xander's saying he has to meet the guys later for a plasma transfusions after his makeup final. Willow's like, yeah, Giles is pretty sure the treatment's going to work. And I'm like, you know what? Normally I would tear this apart, but I, I hate this episode so much I don't care. You know what's funny is... When she said that, I was like, of course that's going to work. It's literally the only thing that could possibly work on short notice. Yeah. Is like, is, well, I guess is, we'll just get, fucking take is, all your blood out and put new right, blood in. It's a complete blood transfusion. <laughs> yeah. But like, he's going for several, apparently. Uh, uh, so, and then he has a, he has a pretty good line. He's, Xander says, good, because turning into a creepy crawly wasn't on my top ten list before I turned 20. And then Giles gets there, and he says... <laughs> I swear to God he says this. Animal control just left, but the monsters aren't there. They're gone. Uh, Don't know where they went. And Will is like, oh, shit, are we going to have to hunt them again? And Buffy's like, no, I don't think we'll ever see them again. They've gone home. We cut to a scene of the ocean, and they're all in the ocean swimming out to sea, and that's it. But I'm like, wait a minute. You called animal control. What did you tell them? Hey, we have three creatures from the Black Lagoon uh, here at the school, if you could come and uh, pick those up for us, you might want to bring a you might want to bring a fucking a net. I mean, what? But whatever, you know. I don't care. That's the end of the episode. Thank Christ. Tell me, Jeremy. Yeah. How many mothers one, one. giving birth to new life and devouring old do you give this episode? One. Okay. I give it a one. I don't even really have much to say about it. It was trash. The fucking episode was trash. There was there was the Cordelia scene. The, well, it wasn't even a Cordelia scene. It was a Cordelia minute long deal that was that was good. 
a few lines sprinkled in that were good. Other than that, it was fucking garbage, trash, a heaping... I'm done, that's all. Uh, James. Yes, sir. How many um, pieces of shit do you get this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm going I'm going to say the only reason it gets a one, the only reason it is not a zero, mm-hmm. is because of that very brief shining Cordelia moment. Yep, and a that few and a few good lines that are sprinkled in. Yeah, no, oh, just no. the Cordelia scene, just the Cordelia thing. Okay, there is nothing else good about this episode. Okay, all right. Nothing much. To, I don't even really think there's really that much to talk nope. about. It just wasn't good. It was stupid. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure how you think there were other good lines in this episode. No, you know people. People had a couple of little funny, little funny things, quips to say here and there, but it was just shit, dude. I mean, it's, there, it's, there's nothing to really discuss except avoid this fucking episode. If you're listening to this, and avoid this fucking episode. It is fucking garbage. Yeah, it it gets a one from me solely because of that brief golden nugget from Cordelia of Cordelianess. Yeah, um, it's it, this is not this does not make the list of episodes I show people if I'm trying to get them to watch Buffy. And if I'm flipping through channels and I see Buffy's on and it's this episode, I not only am I turning it off. I'm probably pissing on my television. Yeah, I'm probably gonna take rip the television out of the wall. And go outside and beat uh, a tree with said television. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it out on my television for having the audacity to try and show me this fucking episode. Yeah, and then I'm going to the network that's that's replaying it to piss on someone's eye, their literal eyeball, for having the audacity to replay this piece of fucking dreck. Right. Right. The so, on one hand, the fact that Joss Whedon didn't write or direct this episode is completely and utterly shocking to me. That's because, because he did, and I'll tell you how he did. Because this mother wife, or I'm sorry, mother wife, uh, husband wife, or whatever they are, life partner people that supposedly wrote those are not real people. <laughs> they were created by Joss Whedon as his pen fucking uh, name. But here's the other way I know it wasn't written by Joss Whedon. And this is completely contradictory, I understand, but it's such a god-awful episode. Yeah, that's true. Like... His episodes if, are offensive, but they're good. Right. Like, yeah. you, if you go through the list of, of fan-favorite fan episodes, most of them were written and directed by Joss, as yeah. much as I hate to admit that. Well, because he, but, nobody knows his universe better than him. Right, you know, um, but also, like you said, even those really great episodes have moments where it's like, "Fuck, dude, I can't believe you had the character say that or do that or or whatever." Um, how about a little monsterology, Jeremy? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm just being honest. I, I could give a fuck. I understand, but just because we dislike the episode doesn't mean we can't fully commit uh, <laughs> to what we it, do here doesn't every it week. Doesn't it? It, does, it doesn't. I'm sorry. Um, <sighs> okay. If you have, if you were to have a bad day at work, would you just just be like, "Well, fuck this entirely"? What you mean, like in like you mean like in quit and shit? 
Yeah. Oh, I've done that. So yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, I've had a day. I've had certain days at certain jobs where I was like, you know what? Fuck this, and I just <laughs> never went back. Yeah. Oh yes, I've had that. Um. You know that one movie where he's the guy's like grabs the thing and he's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Uh-huh. You're cool. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, I've done that. Um. Uh. Nothing really in the way of monstrology. Obviously, huge influences from the creature uh, from the Black Lagoon uh, and other um, uh, 50s and 60s. And Brooke Shields. Sea sea creature, (laughs) humanoid sea creature movies like that. Um, The the, obviously creature from the Black Lagoon, um, the horror of Party Beach um, springs to mind. The Uh, horrors of Party Beach? The horror of Party Beach. Oh, I was like, I want to go to Party Beach. Um, uh, <laughs> and um, Humanoids of the Deep. Um, but this could have been inspired by any of those. Oh, really quick. I'm sorry. Yep. I know we should have said this before. But just really quick. Did you notice Oz actually was in this episode, but it was for like 45 seconds? No. Where? In the cafeteria scene. Was he? Yeah, she Willow was sitting on Oz's lap, and with, oh, with Snyder, I didn't even notice that. And when Snyder comes in, he says, uh, "Are we low on seats?" And she's like, "I didn't read anything." Oh, and then she gets down and get and gets off his lap, and no, I I was like, that. "Really? You put him in for like a thirty second scene?" Sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, I just uh, our body count this week is two: Nurse Greenlee and Coach Marin. I did asterisk it as six if you count Dodd, Cameron, Gage, and Sean, who all became... Who never uh, get to be people again. Right. They yeah, all became... That's kind of um, fucked up. Uh, and they don't even care. The Scoobies don't even care. Like, they're not even like, hey, we should, we should see if we can fucking reverse this shit for them, so for these poor fucking kids, so they can have a normal fucking life. No, they're just like, fuck them. Let them go live in the ocean. Right. And not only that, but like... I, I mean, they'll probably like live full lives for a while. There's As monsters, of, right? <laughs> well, there's plenty of food in the ocean, but they're never reproducing. No. Like they're the only four, and they're all dudes. And they probably all have the fucking like now their their mental capacity is probably like a, a fish. Right. And it's like, wow, you're not even gonna try to pull. I whatever. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, let's get this over with. <laughs> um some behind the scenes for this episode. This is the last time the opening prologue is used in the series. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's a shame. I always like that when it randomly pops up. Yeah. And you hear Giles's uh, little 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 voiceover. Um this episode was originally intended to be placed before Angel loses his soul. Um so uh that's apparently why he's barely in it. Um which, I don't know, that doesn't really make sense. You would think he would have been in it more, if that's the case. No. Unless they cut out all the Angel stuff. Well, I guess that does make sense. They would have cut out all the Angel stuff because he had lost his soul yeah. at this point. So, yeah. um, Well, and they needed some way for Buffy to figure out that whatever was happening is in their blood. <laughs> no, that's stupid, because that scene, how she figured, she just jumped to that conclusion while they're sitting on the... You know, he didn't like something in their blood. Must have been steroids. 
Why right, not crack? But I, but, How but we know I'm it's not crack? But, but what I'm saying is without that brief angel scene, there would have been no conclusion well, that's to true. jump from to yeah, from. You know what I'm true. saying? But I would have assumed um, my first thing would have been like, ooh, they're all on crack. I, steroids? Okay. Really? I, I don't know. Uh, how's crack any better? What when if, has crack what ever if, turned anyone into a giant fish creature? What if Gage? What if Gage had AIDS? And that's what Angel tasted. There could have been nothing even in the other one's blood. It could have been a red herring that meant nothing. True. <sighs> uh, our bronze band this week uh, is none. Yep. Uh, our music this week. Includes, but there, was, but there was a DJ and there was no cover at the at the bronze this week. Right, right. Um, our music this week includes "Man's Chinese" by Naked from their album Naked, released on Red Ant Records in 1997. Released re- released by Naked Records in 1997. <laughs> and uh, if you'd listen by Nero's Rome from their album Togetherly, released on Lazy Bones Recordings in 1994, and of course the original score as composed by our two Shans. Um, Goof em ups and oopsies. The entire the fucking entire episode. fucking episode. Thank you. Uh, uh, and my final thoughts: This episode sucks, except for one very brief, awesome Cordelia moment. Do not watch it. No. I cannot wait for next week's episodes because they're so fucking good. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, this was such <laughs> a. F- not to keep harping on it. And, like, I can't believe we spent two hours talking about this fucking episode. We didn't. We spent two hours talking about a bunch of shit and very little talking about the actual episode. <laughs> That's the truth. But, but, but no, I th- everything we talked about related to the episode. I well, think, we were 25, just so you know, we were 25 minutes into recording before we started the actual right, episode. Right, so, right. Yeah. Um, uh, after last week's episode, which was so good, in, in my opinion, um, I don't remember what you rated last week. I think episode. I, I think I rated it average, um, like two and a half, three, could, something like that. I think I went. Um, what did I do last week? I went. Uh, I think I went five. Yeah, I went five last week. Um, we need to go back I, through all the episodes and and get our ratings. Uh, start jotting our ratings down, you know, in a little chart or something. Yeah. Um, after last week's episode, which was so good, this is such a fucking disappointment. I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. It's one of my go... top three most hated episodes ever. Right. Well, I mean, I hate the episode, obviously. But what I was going to say is I absolutely, I hate it when there is such a drop in quality yeah. from episode to episode. Yeah. Um, this was but... clearly a bottle episode because there was, what, three... There were only three like sets. Three locations. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, it was a bottle episode. So sometimes right. with those, you hit – sometimes you hit a – and every now and then you hit you, you strike gold with one of those. But right. by and large, a bottle episode is usually hot fucking trash. Um, and thankfully, the next two episodes um, are, are a huge uptick in quality. Oh, yeah. Compared to this. Oh, yeah. Um, which uh, – Tends to be the standard for Buffy uh, finales, yeah. um, but that's that's my final thoughts. Do you have anything? I to got add? nothing. I, you know me. I, yeah, I yeah. was ready to fuck off twenty minutes ago. So, <laughs> um, 
just a reminder uh, to the viewing and listening audience, we will be going on our one month hiatus uh, in between seasons starting November 28th. Um, and we will be back on um, January 2nd uh, with new episodes of season um, three of baby. season three. Yes. So our probably our my final, f- probably my favorite season. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, our, our last new episode will drop on Monday, November 28th, and we will pick up again with new episodes on January, Monday, January 2nd, where, as Jeremy said, we will be starting with season three. Um, which, if I remember correctly, uh, there, there. I don't remember many bad episodes in that season. No, I think we're. I think there's quite a few uh, treats in that season. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. You can find us on the interwebs at buffyrevisited.com. Uh, that has a links to links to all of our socials, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter for the time being. Another reminder, our Twitter will be deactivated at the end of uh, the current season. So um, effective November 28th. Well, I'll wait a week. I'll, I'll drop it um, the week after the 28th. But uh, um, after the end of this season, uh, we will not be able to be found on Twitter anymore um, for reasons that I don't think need to be gotten into, but we will still have a presence on Facebook and YouTube um, where you can find us through our links at BuffyRevisited.com. Uh, there's also a link to our email address, BuffyRevisited at gmail.com. Reach out to us on any of those platforms. Um, you know, We'd love to hear uh, how you think we're doing with the podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on um, the specific episode we're, we, we're covering. Um, and of course, Buffy and Angel in general. We, we would love to engage with you guys um, in those kinds of conversations. Uh, and that is all I have. All right. Well, all I will say is thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next week in our penultimate episode of this season, which will be season two, episode 21, Becoming Part One. So I look forward to that, and we look forward to seeing you there. I have been one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. Fuck Elon Musk. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.